you for listening to Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for heroic, empowering, and resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. Maybe it's an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you are facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, They use their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you, because you are her, heroic, empowering, and resilient. Magnificent morning, good people. It's Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. Today is hump day. It is Woman Crush Wednesday. And as always, we will share experiences and drop gems. If it's your first time listening to Her Story, this is a platform created to share the stories of various women throughout the country. In our current culture, we highlight the glow up, but we don't discuss the backstory or the barriers. Her story is here to end the false realities and narratives and focus on the lessons learned and to celebrate our wins. This podcast is an outlet to highlight all women and particularly women of color. I'm here today because so many women have entrusted me to share their story and highlight their vision. You have heard from guests as far as LA, Atlanta, Houston, Nashville, New York, and so many more. The list goes on. So today, I have a very special guest with me, Emmy Award-nominated choreographer, Chloe Arnold. Chloe, welcome to her story. Thank you so much. I'm really, really happy to be Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for finding time today to join us. So happy for you to come here on Her Story. So, you know, what is up? What is going on? Where are you originally from? Ah, well, I'm originally from Washington, D.C. I grew up in Chocolate City. And then I moved to New York City to go to college at Columbia University. And then I moved to Los Angeles to, to work and to go for the dream and um, I actually never gave up my place in New York, so I technically live in both cities, Los Angeles and New York, and bi-coastal, but I definitely uh, spend more time in L.A., and especially pandemic, I've been in L.A. Gotcha. Dope, dope. Some very uh, great cities uh, all throughout. You know, I enjoy D.C. and the D.C. area in, you know, uh, my younger years, I'll say uh, in my 20s, uh, Howard Homecoming and definitely L.A., New York, dope, dope cities. So, um, you know, uh, you I am aware that, you know, at a very young age, Chloe, you were discovered in Washington, D.C. by Debbie Allen, uh, which is, you know, just magnificent within itself. And of course, Debbie Allen is a well-respected, renowned choreographer um, and an outstanding black woman. So how were you originally introduced to the art of dance? Um, I was introduced kind of the way most kids are, which is through my mom. I guess I showed that I had some rhythm in me, and she said, let me put you in dance. And so 
Um, I started at six years old, um, just in a, a regular, you know, kind of recreational type of program uh, where I learned ballet, tap, jazz, and uh, it, but it was through that, you know, pretty simple program that I discovered that I really loved to dance. And um, I saw the movie Tap at nine years old, and from then on, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. And then it just so happened that at the time that I was in D.C., there were a lot of iconic dancers that were coming to D.C. to give back, and that included Gregory Hines and then Debbie Allen. And so between the two of them, it really solidified my dream through Debbie, created the opportunity to really um, have a mentor, right? She didn't just teach me one time and leave. Uh, she really, over a long period of time, well, really my whole life now, uh, became a mentor to me. That's amazing, amazing story. Uh, Debbie Allen and Gregory Hines, both legends, um, you know, late great Gregory Hines and opened so many different doors for mm-hmm. people of color um, throughout the country, especially within, you know, within dancing, creating opportunities. And um, I think it's great that Debbie Allen was also a mentor to you. Um, mentorship is important, even as adults, having someone to lean on, especially in the, the same field and to just push you and be there as a support system and you know often when folks are childhood stars are introduced at such a young age they may want to venture off or try something different as they approach their adolescent years or as they grow out of their adolescent years so what has kept you so connected to dancing and choreography for so long and do you have any other interests as well whatever I imagined. Um, I, I played on a bunch of sports teams in high school. I was involved in the community. I was doing, you know, student government at, and at the high school. So I was really busy. I was getting good grades. So my mom never pressured me to say, you know, you got to dance because you have these opportunities. I was fully self-driven, and I think that was really helpful to make all of these things come to life and to make me value them in a way where I never lost interest because I was, I was earning every single thing along the journey. And so I think I, I, as I started to see my hard work paying off, I found more, um, not a sense of like, oh, I have hit a ceiling, but rather a sense of gratitude that all of the work I'm, I'm doing is, you know, has, is creating results. And the thing is, dance, those results might take five years, might take 10 years, might take 15, 20 years. Uh, when you're learning anything that requires that you be great at it, it takes time. And so I think for me, because I was very self-sufficient, I took the bus and the subway to get dance, I think that helped my drive to understand that if I want this, I have to do the work. And I think my mom instilled that where it was like, look, I, I can't help you. You got to do the work. Right. So that was very, um, very important. And I think for all those parents out there, you know, you want to lead your child to the opportunities, but you have to give them the independence to choose it for themselves. And, and you know, obviously don't let them just be quitters and not do things because they're hard, but uh, simultaneously encourage them to try as much as they imagine. And um, 
Definitely. I like that. Put the responsibility for growth in their hands and also um, not necessarily enable your children. But like you said, give them the space and the opportunity to just work hard and the tools and the resources to push them in moving forward. So with that being said, you know, throughout life, things aren't necessarily always perfect. So what were some failures you would consider or a setback and how were you able to really pivot? I guess the result of sometimes rejection kind of propelled you into creating your own, creating your own seat at the table. And like you said, opening doors for other women of color to experience um, the art of dance and be exposed and creating different opportunities. So, so for my understanding, Syncopated Ladies is your own company. Um, is there a way that folks can really be tuned in? Or um, I saw that maybe you have a YouTube channel. How can folks learn more about it? Yeah. The best way to connect to us is um, through all the social media platforms. Instagram, it's Sync Ladies, S-Y-N-C Ladies. On uh, Twitter, it's the same thing. On Facebook, it's Syncopated Ladies by Chloe Arnold. On YouTube, it's that same name. Um, and then also you can join our mailing list at thinkladies.com. That's another great way to just, you know, one-stop shop, figure out, watch our videos and also see what's coming next. But, um, we would love your, love and appreciate your support. Um, all of the work we're doing is honestly because of the love that we receive from the public. And to me, that's incredibly rewarding as well, because going back to those hurdles, all of the gatekeepers were white or men or men and you know related to those jobs that I couldn't get into at that time and um, it's just really rewarding to you know uh, be our own bosses and I 
I'm very conscientious to make sure that each of the women feel empowered when we're working. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. You know, as mentioned earlier, HER is an acronym for Heroic, Empowering, and Resilient. And so it's just so important that we as women, we create our own spaces, especially when there are male-dominated industries or, as you said, you know, the the gatekeepers within those industries and creating our own. So, um, you know, your choreography has is obviously very very amazing and has been featured on hit television shows such as So You Think You Can Dance, Good Morning America, The Ellen Show, The Talk, and over thirty episodes of The Late Show. How have you been able to remain true to yourself in the midst of so many opportunities and doors open to you throughout the years? Mm, I think one of I think one of the number one ways that I stay in the game and motivated is that I'm always thankful. I know how hard it is to get to the place I am, to be able to work on television. Again, black women in choreography on TV. Debbie Allen um, is, was really the, the mogul in that, but otherwise, um, it's been a really hard feeling to break through. So knowing that I've made it through that feeling and I'm in the room, I'm filled with a lot of gratitude. But I never get bored because I have so many endless dreams and goals that literally, you know, I might get through a, a to-do list there's a million more things. So even if I've had the most amazing accomplishment, I still uh, balance balance it with gratitude and with a vision for what's next. Um, and, and you know, what do I want to? How can I further uh, realize my vision? Yes gratitude and just uh, a vision for what's next I like that and it seems that you know you're very grounded and um, as you mentioned you know uh, a woman of many accomplishments but also thinking about ways to create different resources and help others leverage um, their career and be there for a resource to others so um, you're also a very community-oriented person I myself, you know, it's always important for me to give back in some way. I do a lot of civic engagement and nonprofit and philanthropic efforts as well. So, and that's either, you know, through education or monetary donations or some type of resources. But can you please tell us about the Chloe and Maud Foundation and what's its mission? Who is your targeted audience and how can folks donate? Well, thank you for bringing that up because giving back is really, really important to us. Again, that's how our career was built um, with the generosity of artists like Gregory Hines, Debbie Allen, our dance teacher, Tony Lombre. Um, you know, we were kids that grew up taking dance on scholarship. We could not afford classes. So, you know, for us, being able to create the opportunity to dance to kids that wouldn't otherwise be able to is really important. So we have the ChloeAmaFoundation.org. That's where you can get involved. The programs we have include Tap Into Life, which is a free after-school dance and empowerment program in inner-city elementary schools, and that's been going absolutely beautiful. We give them tap shoes, we give them T-shirts, we give them top-level syncopated lady professors. So they're they're rocking and rolling. And then we also have syncopated ladies women's empowerment program. And we also have uh, scholarships to our events, BC Tap Fest, and the workshops that we do around the world. So it's been an incredible, I think, you know, there's nothing that makes me more happy than, honestly, to give the gift of dance to free, specifically to someone who needs it. And so I want to just continue to grow uh, our foundation. 
foundation and make these opportunities abundant. We like to see our after-school programs all around the country. Oh, and by the way, for the New Orleans audience, um, we, our foundation has actually done some work with the kids that tap dance on Bourbon Street. Cool. And, uh, that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, last year we awarded two of the boys scholarships to come to this to train and learn at our tap dance festival in D.C. And we actually flew them out. We put them up in a hotel. All expenses covered. And their mom came. And it was a life-changing experience. You know, these boys had never been on a plane before and had never seen other tap dancers uh, in the professional land. Right? Other than, you know, the, the other young people tap dancing on the street. And so I truly believe that, you know, their minds are open forever and they're part of our application work. So we will be following along with them and supporting them along their journey. That is amazing, Chloe. Thank you so much for your Thank efforts, you. for giving back and just creating just a, a space for other people and even, you know, the youth especially because, you know, New Orleans is definitely a city that is built off of, um, you know, those who just have different gigs, you know, different artists, different um, dancers, musicians, choreographers, and all of that has uh, slowed down due to COVID-19 and the pandemic and even just the accessibility, being able to um, participate in doing the simple things that folks love or that can simply be taken for granted as entertainment, folks aren't able to do that during this time. So you creating that space for two young men, that's life-changing, and that will definitely change their mindset and hopefully lead them on the right path and moving forward and really creating um, further opportunities for them as they get older. So, again, I really do appreciate that. Thank you. It, it, it brings us so much joy. And I, I just, I'm, it, I'm, my sister and I are incapable of seeing someone with a light and a gift and understanding, seeing their obstacles and understanding what those are and then not helping. It's impossible for us to do that um, and just look away. And so... You know, we were coming to New Orleans, and uh, it's, it's just beautiful to see the raw talent and the spirit and the life and the hope and the possibility in the children, and they just need to know that they're cared about on a, on a bigger scale. Right. So hopefully, you know, and I always say when outside officially really, really opens back up again, I hope that when you do visit um, our city that we are able to connect in some way as well. Awesome. So, you know, in closing, I typically like our guests to just give the audience some type of advice, um, particularly some of the young folks who may be tuned in and listening. So what advice would you give a, a young black girl or just a, a young black boy who is interested in professional dancing? Well, for all of, all of my young black boys and girls, I think the first thing is to know that you're a natural born gift your greatest asset. So you don't need to change who you are to become successful. You just need to magnify who you are and show up in a room your whole self and command the attention and respect of those around you. And the way that you do that is through training. So your mission is to be as well-educated as possible in what it is you want to be great at. And if you have obstacles to get in that education, 
tell them you need a scholarship. Connect, connect, connect. Because the way that you will get to your dream is through putting yourself, immersing yourself in the education of being great at it. And then through being exposed to, to the great education that you get, you'll find mentors, you'll build a network, and then through that, you'll start to realize how it can become an actual job and how it can become a career. And then, honestly, the majority of our world exists by word of mouth. So just doing great work. When you get that opportunity, you show up early. You give it 110%. And you write a thank you note. And that's how you become memorable and lasting and long-lasting. And um, make something that, that might seem like, oh, I just dance and it's fun, become a real reality where you can take you all around the world and that you can really wake up loving what you're doing and go to bed at the end of the night definitely great advice great advice and you know folks just staying strong staying strong and confident and Mm -hmm. assertive and who you are and what you bring to the table in your talents and like you said use all of the different platforms use every last one of them you know I I will think that you know this generation has the uh capability of being on so many different platforms you know there's youtube there's instagram there's twitter there's facebook now tiktok is like the new wave you know um i remember back when i was a teenager it was just myspace you know r.i.p to myspace whatever happened to it but um the the world is definitely yours the world is yours so seize every opportunity thank you so much chloe thank you for having me beautiful and I'm sending so much love to everybody and you know go forward constantly towards your dreams and realize them and then pay it forward Yes, yes. So folks, in closing, always remember your story is not solely for you. It's meant to be shared with other women and provide hope to those facing similar hurdles. You don't have to be ashamed and you definitely don't have to be afraid to share your story. You are a victor, a winner, and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life and troubles don't last always. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her heroic, empowering, and resilient. And if you are motivated or uplifted in any way, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Her Story Podcast can be found on Instagram at herstory underscore podcast and is available every Wednesday on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And once again, it's Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast, and we are out.